Should you be posting personal content on your social media platforms? This is something that is asked and talked about actually all the time across many marketers and social media um gurus as well as uh, other other people and mortgage brokers specifically now i have a specific opinion on this an unpopular opinion on this i want to break it down in this episode because i have constantly received comments and people disagreeing with my my thought process and i want to explain it to you because it has not only worked for me and transformed my business into a profitable, successful business. It's also done it for many other people. And um, I, I think that, that the missing link that many of you have when it comes to your social media is often this. And when I work with people, this is the bit I want to work around. So we're going to be doing this and we're going to talk about it right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income. By mastering content marketing. Let's, Let's dive, dive straight, straight into, into it. it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever it is you're watching or listening to this, whether you're live or whether you are watching it on or listening to it on the podcast on the replay. Now, in today's episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, I kind of alluded to it in the beginning of the, pro, the intro, but we're going to talk about should mortgage brokers post personal content onto their social media feeds? Should they be creating content that is... Um, shows more of their personal life. Now, when we talk about personal content, when I talk about personal content, what I'm talking about here is things like outside of mortgages. So if it doesn't have what we call, we would call this in, in when I work in my, through my like brand ecosystem, we talk about um, what is called like content pillars. And your content pillars as a mortgage broker might be uh, first-time buyers, home movers, remortgages. It might be, uh, they might be the three things. And if it falls outside of these three things, they are, they're outside of your, your scope of um, scope of vision in regards to your content. And this starts to fall into personal. So personal would be talking about your favorite football team. It'd be talking about your kids. It'd be talking about your family members. It'd be talking about your hobbies, what video games you play if you're a gamer, if, you, like, if you're sports, all of that stuff. This is personal content. Political views is another one. Avoid that. Um, do not talk about political views. So personal content <clears throat> is, uh, it's it's one of these uh, it's one of these funny, interesting things. Now, that is what they say. Should they do it? Now, uh, people often say, now, one thing I want to point about is that people, there's a difference between personal brand and you. So your personal brand is not always your you. Okay. So your personal brand is the brand you build, depending on how you approach it, but the brand you build around your business, the thing you wish to sell. This is if you wish to monetize your personal brand, you have to have something that people want to buy from you. And so you build a brand around your specific thing as you. So you're a personal figure towards the brand itself, as opposed to you, which is just everything. Okay. They're two different things. We talk about this as I'm going to do an episode on this, I think tomorrow, which is origin story versus conversion story and how people get those two things confused as well, which is origin story is talking all about you. And I first, you see this with podcasts, 90% of people do this, probably more where they come on, they're like, let me tell you about me. It started off here, did this, did that's not that's not a story. You want a conversion story, which is what making people remember you for a specific thing and building your authority. Now, the problem that where this whole social media personal content comes from is this idea of people buy from people, which is very true, by the way. Completely true. People do buy from people. However, if you wish to become a thought leader, if you want to become a thought leader in your in your space and you want to convert, people buy from people who have authority. Now, 
let me explain this to you. Let me break this down in regards to how I see it and how we work when I work with clients. This is right under the hood of what we do with clients, by the way. That this is where if you ever see people who I work with and you go, why are they getting results? It's because we do this. Okay. It's really important is that the vast majority of people have this, this conception, this misconception that they think that their personal, their personality and who they are is going to be the thing that drives their business. That's not true. Otherwise, all of you who are posting photos about your favorite football team would be raking in business. And I've actually met advisors, many advisors actually, but spoken to a few who've gone killing it on social media. And then they go, okay, no business. Yeah, you get no business because you're not doing it right. So what is it? To become a thought leader, you have to become known for one specific thing. So the mistake that many people make is that they want to talk about multiple different things. And that means that to the audience, to the potential prospect, it's unclear. It's unclear what you do. The more, un the more unclear it is, the faster it is they're going to go to somebody else. If you think about human tensions, attention span right now being roughly around eight seconds, which is, can be disputed and debated in different studies, but roughly, if you've got eight seconds to figure out whether they like you or not is one thing, but it's not whether they like you, it's whether they think you, you are the good person for the job. And this is the thing that people think. People who, who they know, like, and trust is the third part of that, and trust. They might like you, but they might not trust you to do the job. And that's a really, really important thing to, to, that people just forget. They go, oh, I know that they know me, they like me. But have you ever had, and you know you have, every one of you will have this at some point, where someone has, one of your friends has said to you, oh, I've got a mortgage, you know, I just done my mortgage. And you're like, why did you do that? I'm, I'm a mortgage advisor. And they're like, oh, 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 yeah, well, didn't really think about it. They didn't think about it because one, they either don't trust that you're good at the job because they know you as John Smith, who they went to school with. Because to them, that's their, that's your identity. Okay, that's your identity. Is to them, they, they, what I would call, I used to call this the pigeonhole effect. And I've no, I've done this by the way from for over a decade. Like I've been doing this in my personal life for years. If I wanted to be good at something and to rise through the ranks of something, I did it in performing arts, I did it in a state agency, I did it in mortgage advice, I'm doing it in this, was I realized that if you become, if you talk about one thing for like 18 months, just one thing and nothing else, you remove all of the, the fluff, which is you, it's your personality. But if you remove that, that fluff, what starts to happen is, People don't like it at the beginning because you're challenging the status quo of like, oh no, but that's Ash that I went to school with or that's this. But eventually they start to go, yeah, that's Ash, the marketing guy. That's Ash, the mortgage advisor. That's Ash, the estate agent. That's Ash, the performer. Like it, And you have to do this. And by the way, this happens at the highest level of celebrity. This is what's quite funny with this. Let's take Miley Cyrus, you know, Hannah Montana. Anyone who knows, like Hannah Montana, Disney star, child star, all this stuff. What she did was effectively killed off Hannah Montana over that couple of year period where she became, you know, a renegade. She's on drugs. She's doing all these crazy things. What she's doing is actually separating herself from the brand that the entire world knows her as to the brand she can be now as the woman who is whatever. Zac Efron, same thing. The Rock, the same thing. They remove themselves from wrestling to become something else. The big motivational guy. The Rock is that, not the person he was on wrestling. Now, he that this is the type of thing we misunderstand, is that if you are trying to get successful at something, a lot of us are creating personal content, and personal content is important once you've given them a reason to turn up. 
Give them a reason to turn up. A great mentor once said to me, they will come for the information and they will stay for you. But they won't come for you and stay for you. That's not what they're going to do. And so no one cares about your kid's dance recital or no one cares. But what they do care about is the stuff you've done for your clients. And every post you post that is not related to business is un, is, 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 is um, muddying the water as to building this authority. And this authority is the thing that's going to convert and going to increase your price. Now, the funny thing with this is that the authority and these posts do not attract attention. And that's why people don't do them, because they don't attract attention. What they do is they they actually attract they they attract attention in a passive way. This video, this podcast episode, will get probably no comments. It's got one, I think, one person's commented already, but I, and, and said something about people buy from people, which is true. But um, it'll get no real comments, and it'll get no real engagement, and it'll probably generate me four DMs and maybe a discovery call, which is high ticket, which pushes my business forward quite a lot. So this is the thing that people don't get is that they, they, they're there when you're chasing nice stuff that everyone relates to it is, but it's not falling into the niche concept of trying to actually push your business. You're not being seen as an authority. And this is by the way, my favorite thing, because you like, when I see this, when in an industry, if I'm in an industry and I see people doing this, I'm like wicked because I'm going to be able to beat you all in about a year, <laughs> a year, 18 months, I can beat you all because I'm willing to just, just talk about my, the thing. And everyone will go, gosh, I go, and what's the feedback I always get? I don't know how you do it. Don't know how you keep talking about the same thing over and over again. Don't know how you, you just know so much. No, no, no. I know the same amount of stuff as probably all of you. The difference is I, what we do is we leave our egos at the door. I realize, and I respect you all enough to know that you don't care about my religion, my politics, my hobbies, you don't. And if you did, you, you just don't. You don't. Now, then the thing I want to talk about then is, and this is the next bit, which is when should you post personal content? Because there is a space for it. There is a space. There are two things to think about with personal content. So if you've committed to a year and those two places. First is you can post personal content if you've built a large enough audience that people genuinely want to hear from you. So they've come for the information they stand for you. You can post personal content then. But bear in mind that your buying cycle as a mortgage advisor is always going to be about eight to 12 weeks, meaning that the, with about 80 to 85% of the people who are watching your content in eight to 12 weeks is not the same people. Okay, so that's very important to understand. So they're new people all the time. You're like a revolving door in regards to in the way, in the way that, that, that this business churns. So but posting content that's not per, that, that's, that's not business related, every one you post that's not business related could be a potential client that you, that you miss. I could go really deep into this, but, and I do when I work with people, but it, it is a whole, this would be a whole what two hour like masterclass on this specific thing. But, and that's what I mean. It's not just me trying to be unpopular opinion. It's so when I see these comments and people say, I'm like, okay, I've got to explain it to you because if I explain it to you and show you the statistics, and I'm not going to explain it to you because that's also why I sell, but it's like, if I explain it to you and show you the statistics, you go, oh, oh yeah, of course, of course you're right. Like that makes, cause I'm not saying that no one cares about, I'm not saying don't post personal content cause it's bad. I'm saying don't post personal content if you want to try and become known as a specific, for a specific thing, because if you want to be known as a specific thing, then 
you, the only way to the best way to do that is just talk about the specific thing until eventually it just becomes second nature. A great guy that I knew was a fear specialist said, "Don't practice till you get it right. Practice till you never get it wrong." And it's the same thing here. Don't don't keep talking about something to people remember you. Talk about it something until they cannot even forget that that's what you do. Now, when do you post personal content? I'm going on a tangent. You can tell I get passionate about this topic. So, you should post personal content in your stories. So that's the first place. And you can post that from day one. So personal content in your stories. If you go onto my Instagram, <clears throat> onto my Facebook, you will see me posting about me being in the cold plunge, having coffee and you know cake with my son and my wife, um, A&E trips, because I'm always in hospital at the moment, but it's fine. Like that, um, just like, you'll see me post that personal stuff all the time. That is where it can be. Now, the reason why stories is really good for that is because story content is designed for people who follow you, people who come for the information and stay for you. They follow you. It's an opt-in. They have a choice to click on it if they want to. If they don't want to see it, they don't have to. But by clicking on that face of you, they are opting in to see whatever it is they see. So that's there. They can see that, and that's good. And that's when the whole people buy from people is that, yeah, they start to realize you're a human. That's one place that's very, very useful. And so sharing personal content is important in the right context to make people realize you're human. But only the people who opted in to see it, not the people who didn't. Okay, it really is very important that you separate those. Now, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you that if you really want to make social media work and transform your business with it, that's what you want to do um, because, and, and it's as simple as that. If you can leave your ego at the door and talk about the thing you, you serve, it's the whole Zig Ziglar quote. If you help as many people get what they want, you will get everything that you want, which will be people who actually care about what you talk about. And that's what you need to have. That's what, that's what, that's, that's the way it works. And there is no other way around it. In my opinion, you can, cause you're just confusing people. Otherwise the other one is, is if you build your audience enough and, I don't think there's many places this could work with mortgage brokers. It other one is if you build an audience around community, which is incredibly difficult to do in financial services, the places that will do well in community, buy to let, buy to let, because it's a, a, a growing thing. The problem with, with mortgages is that it's not a growing thing. It's a, it's a, um, I've got my mortgage and I won't think about it five years or two years. And so we're not that interested in what you're doing. Whereas with something like buy to let, something like um, wealth is a really good one. Wealth is very good. Uh, that's kind of really good. Anything we can build a community around. First time buyer, maybe, maybe. But again, once, they're, once they've gone, they've gone. So it's wealth and, and, um, and, and really like limited company. Anything tied to wealth, really. Anything tied to wealth um, can, can build a community around. At which point personal content can help because personal content, those people get to know you, really know you, like you. And that can help once you've built up a core phone foundation. And I really would say that you should only really post personal content when you're at a point where you cannot take on any more business. That is genuinely where like I'm at like capacity. I can't take any new clients. So I'm toying with, playing with per some personal stuff in my stories that I wouldn't normally share. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm now trying to build more of a, a, a cohesive brand around it. And whatever I post now will not detract from the fact that you know me as the marketing guy. So what if I post something like, I like Star Wars, and I say, and I'm saying something about Star Wars, Mandalorian's out right now, whatever. I'm Ash Borland, the mortgage marketing coach that you follow 
who liked Star Wars? Not Ash Ball and the guy that likes Star Wars who does that marketing thing. It's different. It's very different. And it's the way you stack those dice, the way you stack those dominoes and how they fall, that's the bit you've got to focus on. So if you've not got everybody thinking you are the mortgage advisor or the protection advisor or the wealth advisor, and that's you first, it's got to be, and Anish Patel talks about this a lot. He was like, when he goes to weddings, it's like, oh, you're the mortgage advisor. That, that's what you want. You don't want, oh, hi, you're so-and-so's cousin. No, you're the mortgage advisor. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, I'm also related to so-and-so. That's, it's the first thing. And that first thing, that's that's the bit that's going to convert you because they go to people who are instant. It's subconscious. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the advisor. So that's how it works. So my episode takeaway for this episode, and it's pretty exciting. I've got a bit like, I love this topic. And and I don't have a problem, by the way. It doesn't annoy me. It doesn't annoy me at all. Nothing really annoys me, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I'm not a very frustrated guy. Um, but I just, I just often find that when people talk about this, it's a bit like, not not marketers and everyone, but when I hear advisors talk about it, I often feel like it's like you getting advice from your mates down the pub. You know, when someone comes to you and goes, I spoke to my mate down the pub and he said, this is a great deal. And you're like, because it's not, it's not just like a don't post personal content. No one cares. It, there's a strategic moves. It's an entire system built up around it is this idea of giving the people what they want. So you get the leads you want. It's very hard. And I think that that's my, my episode takeaway is just try it. Try it. Six, six months, six months, nothing else. Just talking about who you are, as in what you do. Talk about advice, help, 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 help. Overflow them with value. And at that point, then you're most likely, then at that point, and, and I would say so, not six months, do you got to do 18 because 18 is a thing, but like really six months, year, 18 months, the people who tell me it doesn't work, haven't done it. So that's when I'm, I, that's when I'm always like, well, don't come and speak. I, I'm one of these people. I don't care about feedback from people who've not done it. So if someone's telling me, I don't think that works. And I'm like, cool. Well, I've done both and I've worked with hundreds of advisors on this. And the ones who've done it too have worked all of them. Now I've got some people who've done personal content that worked well as well. But actually, let's take Carla Edwards, for example. She blew up by doing business-related industry content. Personal content is about things that are not related to the industry. If you win an award in the industry, that's business. If you do, you've got to find a way to connect it. If you can't connect it, it shouldn't be posted. All right? So that is today's episode. It's a very excited, heated one, um, but it's all good. And I love it. And I was very excited to talk about it this morning. I was, I was in the gym thinking, yes, I'm going to talk about this one because... Uh, because it's just cool. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful day and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now.